0: Would you mind introducing yourselves?
1: My name is Remy Cowboy
2: My name is Daniel Chavez.
0: And we've also got our sports guy here. My name is Dixon Lawson. So we're going to have a pretty awesome show.
1: Coming up today,
3: we're going to start out with our traditional nationals. And after that, we're going to have Dixon with sports. And then after that, we're going to have Remy give us a little bit of campus news. Following that, we're going to have a cool little roundtable about the new women's athletic complex on campus. After that, we're going to have Daniel give us the local news. And then after that, we're going to have another roundtable about Colorado schools' change in the constitutionality of the sex ed law.
0: And after that, we've got a cool interview coming up with a representative from the upcoming Fort Collins Fitness Festival. You won't want to miss that.
3: Yeah, so we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. So stay tuned. But first... We're going to give you a little bit of cool news about what today is. What is today? Today is September 5th, if I am not mistaken. You are not? So, September 5th is nationally recognized as Be Late for Something Day. (laughs) This day promotes people to stop abiding by schedules, sleep in, and run a little late. The national calendar website says the holiday aims to promote a positive part The positive parts of procrastination for example those who focus more on spending quality time with customers and family versus being punctual seem less anxious overall so how do you plan to spend the last part of your be late to something day
0: well we were already on time with the show and Mm. that's that's like the one thing i got to show up for today so uh i'm not doing a great job of be late to something day what
3: about you guys me neither. Being late drives me crazy.
4: I'm just not going to show up to my training later. I'll just be like, you know what? Sorry, boss. It's be, be late to It's a national
0: holiday.
3: It's a national holiday, and you have to respect national holidays. There's also
0: a national week this week, which we didn't know for last show, but it's a pretty cool national week going well, on it's, right now.
3: It's National Waffle Week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, th- That one we found out kind of spur the moment, so... uh. I don't know why we're celebrating waffles, but I bet that but if you I'm go to somewhere are. that serves waffles and tell them it's National Waffle Week, you might get an extra waffle. Cuz it's true, it is National Waffle Week.
3: I don't know who will give you a national a national a free waffle on National Waffle Week, but if they do, let us know. And you can text us that at 970-491-5278. But before that, Dixon's going to Breakdown sports this week for us.
4: Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, last week, I talked a little bit about what was upcoming, um, so I'm going to really quickly recap those games. First off, last Thursday, we had our uh, women's soccer team uh, traveling to uh, Spokane, Washington to play Gonzaga. They lost 1-2. to two. Um, And then this weekend, we had both a um, tournament for the volleyball team. They went 2-1 and one in that. They played Chicago State on Friday, took a 3-0 in that game. Then they played California. Uh, actually took a loss in that one one to three for the sets um, and then their last game of the weekend they played oklahoma uh, was able to take a 3-0 sweep there as well so good job to the volleyball team and also on friday <clears throat> the football team traveled to denver for the last showdown um, it was a great first half uh, the second half got to us a little bit and they actually did end up losing that one 31 to 52 but looking forward now to what's coming up this week Um, first things first, or no, excuse me, sorry, I had one more, soccer also played last Sunday um, in Eastern Washington, um, and they tied that game one-to-one for upcoming this weekend. All we have is on Friday, the first home football game uh, of the year at, or no, excuse me, on Saturday, not Friday. Saturday will be the first home football game against Western Illinois, 2 p.m., at campus stadium make sure to get out there and support and then the volleyball team will be traveling to Fort Worth for the um, fight in the fort uh, they'll be taken on uh, Florida Atlantic on Friday TCU as well that night and then Saturday they will be finishing up with Florida State and that is your weekly recap for sports awesome thank you Dixon yeah
3: thank you well coming up next we're going to have some campus news from Remy and a roundtable so stay tuned for that and welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review. I'm Ren Wadsworth.
0: And I'm Maximus Hunter. And we are joined in studio by our two wonderful reporters. You want to say hi?
1: Hi, my name is Remy Kelville.
0: Hey, my name is
2: Daniel Chavez. And, and this, is, oh, Go ahead.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> and once again,
3: this is the Rocky Mountain Review. Now we have a little something special for you today.
1: Remy, do you have something for us? I do. You do? So exciting.
3: What yes. do you have?
1: My name's Remy Kelbel and this is your campus news on the Rocky Mountain Review. review. So, the newest president of Colorado State University will be delivering the annual fall address on Thursday, September 2019 on the Oval. This will be Joyce McConnell's first fall address at CSU. McConnell will be focusing on how we can build a strong future on CSU's history and inclusivity. The student body is invited to attend the address, and celebrate with the marching band and the Spirit Squad at 11.15, with Joyce McConnell beginning her address at 11.30. Also, high levels of West Nile virus found in infected mosquitoes in Fort Collins last week. The Department of Health and Environment will spray for mosquitoes. The spraying will occur on both Sunday, September 8th, and Wednesday, September 11th. Area's CSU campus will be sprayed between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. each evening. Residents should stay inside to minimize pesticide exposure for 30 to 60 minutes. Colorado State University will soon be home to a new indoor athletic complex. The complex will focus on women's sports such as softball and soccer. The university has already approved the $300,000 budget to pursue the design of the complex and the complex will sit next to Moby Arena where the soccer field currently resides. This updated facility has long been awaited as the soccer team has played on various sites since 2013 and the current softball facility has not been renovated at all since before some of the current players were born. The complex will cost between 6.3 and 6.5 million to build. There is no information on when the complex will be built, but we will keep you updated.
0: Thank you so much, Remy. That was fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah and you're for welcome. those of you who may not know, this is
3: Remy's first show in studio, which is pretty darn cool.
0: And you did a great job. You
3: did do a great yeah, job. Thank you so, you, you so much for coming in today.
0: But so on the topic of that new stadium, uh, I th- I think we want to talk about that for a sec because it's it's kind of a, a big deal, especially for campus. It is it is or sta- did I say stadium I meant uh, It's training It's space, not a
3: yeah, it's not a stadium. It's not really a training space either. Um, from what I've read so far, it's kind of it's like an indoor field. So it's a space where yes, they can train, but I also think it's more so um, for competitions actually, which is really oh, cool. yeah that is cool. So it's really cool because it's for softball and soccer, um, and both of those are um, women's sports. So it's really cool that we're getting uh, a new complex for women's sports that are not going to be out in the elements, that don't necessarily need to be on the elements in the first
1: place. Um, yeah. What are your guys' thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, I think it's very cool. It's going to be good to have, so...
2: I mean, just looking at the image right now, just looking at how the field is looking like, it looks spectacular. It looks super beautiful right now. And so I honestly can't wait for them to build it because um, I'm really excited. I myself am a soccer player, so seeing this Mm -hmm. for any kind of soccer player in general just makes me really happy and really excited to see that kind of program coming to Colorado State. Yeah.
0: So I have a question for the room because I I love soccer, too, and I I think it's all i think it's awesome that we're investing more in women's sports but i i i am kind of curious do we think that especially after just building our our big new stadium we should really be spending so much money on sports when we have so many other places in the school we could be putting our resources and effort into
3: and that's what um that's what some of the backlash on this new um complex is so already they've spent a three hundred thousand dollar budget to just pursue the design options so just to get designers to create what it's going to look like um and they're estimating that's going to cost between 6.3 and 6.5 million dollars to build so that's a pretty hefty price um for a complex or well i shouldn't say it's a hefty price it's a pretty standard price yeah, for it's a prob- com-
0: probably yeah. about reason right, why i don't yeah. buy complexes that often so <laughs> um, i don't really know but I, even so i mean you could you could invest that money into you know I know parking could right. definitely use some uh, some funds pushed its way. Uh, you know, you could refurbish uh, the inside of Clark. I bet yeah. everyone appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, everybody's definitely. saying, yeah.
3: finish Clark. Um, yeah, it is kind of a little debate because I know CSU's, one of their main focuses is to make the campus as nice looking as possible and to really amp up our athletics, uh, our athletics program and make that look really nice for when people come and visit. However, it is that argument of, like, well, should we be helping all of the students or just this, like, small sector of students? Mm -hmm. Um, And it is that argument. What do you guys think about that?
1: Yeah, I think we could focus on more renovations for other things, like the Clark building definitely needs an upgrade. So, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious to see how much they spent on the CSU stadium, because I'm sure it's more than how much they're spending right. on the soccer field so you know it's eye for eye almost the yeah.
0: CSU stadium uh, also did not stay within budget I'm fairly certain Yeah. oh it's yeah. crazy they just replaced all the turf last year too oh, because boy. it was like rain. actually I think they got that for free because uh, the turf was rain damaged to a level where it wasn't supposed to be yeah. but I know that that I mean that's been a huge undertaking for the entire campus for the last 3 years so it And not that there's anything wrong with sports. I love sports, but there's, you know, it's a big school. Right. There's a lot of other stuff they could be working on, I guess. Mm. Right.
3: Uh, The other, to play devil's advocate, the other side of it is that this is definitely more overdue than the football stadium was. Um, Just reading the article that I'm looking at on um, Source, the women's soccer team has never really had they've had to move from field to field since uh, 2013. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they really haven't had a consistent field, so that kind of sucks for them. Like, it's really hard when you're trying to practice and, like, the field has, like, holes in it or, like, it's just not flat and it's uh, just not really performance quality, for lack of a better word. And the softball team, their old infrastructure, I think, was reading hasn't been... Or, well, Remy said, actually. Like, it hasn't been updated... Since before like some of the players were even born and that's like crazy yeah, to think about. Old. Yeah. Um so I'm kinda glad they're building it. Uh so it's not just like football, football, football. Everyone <laughs> everyone True. in football gets brand new stuff, but all the other <laughs> athletics get to suffer. True. So it's kinda nice that softball and soccer are getting some swanky. Renovations, digs, yeah. And,
0: well, I'm sure this will be a developing story, especially the further the new complex gets into development. But if any of our listeners, if any of you guys uh, have opinions uh, or th- you know points that we didn't mention you'd like us to talk about, shoot us a text at 970-491-5278, and uh, we'll make sure to hear your voice and get your opinion heard. Uh, once again, that's 970-491-5278. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back soon with some uh, local news and another discussion.
3: Yeah, and we're gonna do an interview with Rachel from the fitness festival event. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Only here on the Rocky Mountain Review. Welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review. I'm Ryan Wadsworth.
0: and I'm Maxwell Hunter. And we're joined in studio by a reporter,
2: Daniel Chavez. Thanks, Daniel.
3: And Daniel has something very interesting to share with us.
2: Yeah, I do indeed. Hey there, my name is Daniel Chavez, and this is your local news for Thursday, September 5th, 2019. You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 KCSU for Collins. Colorado. CBS4 reports that a small wildfire broke out at Horsetooth Reservoir today. The fire was first reported at noon and described as a skyline fire, or a fire that follows the ridge of the mountain. The fire took place on the northeast side of the mountain. As of 2 p.m. today, the fire has been reported as 75% contained, thankfully. The fire contained no damage to structures, but did cause a closure of County Road 23. Afternoon winds of 50 to 20 mile per hour threatened to spread the flames, but the accompanying storm will hopefully aid in control efforts. The cause of this fire is still unknown. In other news, Fort Collins police are asking for assistance in identifying a suspect who would be kidnapper. A teenage female fell off her skateboard on Deerfield Drive when a man got out of his vehicle and attempted to force her inside. Two bystanders approached the situation and thankfully got the girl out. The suspect is described as a Hispanic man in his early 20s, 5'10", with short hair, bushy eyebrows, a small mustache, tattoos, a deep voice, and a Spanish accent. He was driving an older, tan, four-door sedan with a bubbled window tint. Police would also like information about the two bystanders for questioning. They have been described as both white men, 20 to 30 years old, one of whom has a goatee and sideswept hair. To volunteer information, police have asked people to contact Corporal Tessa Jacobson at 970-416-2825. Pushback against New Colorado Sex Education has reached the ears of Colorado Association of School Boards. The law, House Bill 1023, states that schools are not required to teach such sex education, but if they do, they must include curriculum on consent, healthy relationships, and information about child abandonment laws. Under the law, parents have the right to opt their children out of sex education. Objections to the law come from points of view that dislike being told how to teach their children about sex. Some critics say that the new requirements differ too greatly from the Common Core requirements of the rest of the nation. The Colorado Association of School Boards say they plan on looking into the effects of the law, but do not plan on taking any action. With your local news, I'm Daniel Chavez, and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Thank you so much, Daniel.
3: Yeah, thank you.
2: That was fantastic. That was also Daniel's first newscast for the show. That
3: was, and he did so incredible we're
0: very proud of him thank you (laughs) i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry (laughs) so that
3: last story actually we're going to talk about a little bit later about uh colorado schools trying to change the constitutionality of the new sex ed law but before that we're going to have an interview with the fitness festival events so make sure you stay tuned for that but before that we're going to take a little break so stay tuned And welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review. Once again, I'm Ren Wadsworth.
0: And I'm Maximus Hunter. We're joined by a reporter. Daniel Chavez. And we have a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself?
5: Yeah, I'm Rachel with Fitness Festival Events.
0: Thank you so much for coming in today, Rachel.
5: Thank you for having me.
0: So you've got something pretty cool coming up in a couple weeks, don't you?
5: Yep, September 21st, Fort Collins Fitness Festival is coming up.
0: That's really exciting. It's going to be right by my house too, so I'll be there.
5: Oh, are you right? You're right in that area. I'm
0: right in that area. Yeah.
5: Oh, you you got to be there then.
3: right? Oh, I will. I, I'm right.
0: psyching myself up for the 5K. I'm already <laughs> drinking water. <Whoa.
3: laughs> I love it. Gosh. I love does it. Does it does it kick off with a 5K? It
5: does. It kicks that's off intense. Yeah, it kicks off with the uh, festival 5K with orange theory. Oh,
0: that's wow. awesome.
5: Yeah. Where is it um, located so, again? So it's right in Old Town. Um, it's right by, it's like where Civic Center Park is. And then, um, also there's Wash Park over there as well. And then all the streets in
0: between are shut down. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah.
5: Very nice.
0: And like, uh, the tents are around, uh, Laporte and House yeah, area. Yeah,
5: exactly. Perfect. Exactly.
0: So, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna get into it here. We'd really love to discuss the festival. But first, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Rachel. How did you end up running the Fort Collins Fitness Festival? <laughs> Pardon the pun.
5: Yeah, well, um, I uh, so I'm from Fort Collins. I grew up here, and uh, I've lived other places, came back, realized that we live in the most beautiful place, and uh, just so lucky to be here. So uh, I have worked in the fitness industry for over a decade, and uh, I started in the fitness industry be- through my own transformation. And through my own transformation that happened in my 20s, I really came to my why that led into everything that I've done since then, and that is to bring the joy of health and fitness to people's lives, to to have them feel the joy of what living a healthy life brings. So uh, that, that has been what brought me into the fitness industry, uh, working in uh, group fitness, personal training, um, online coaching. I actually work for Chris and Heidi Pell from Extreme Weight Loss Edition. And uh, we help people transform uh, their lives. And if you've ever seen the TV show, within the year, Chris Pell, who I work for, he will uh, help somebody lose two to 300 pounds during the show. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's all through mindset, which is just incredible. And so he, Chris and Heidi have coaches that work for them. Which is uh, there's four of us, and we uh, really are the ones that transform the people's lives, and then they're really the ones that are kind of the the faces of the of the show. So cool. I've also been doing that. Uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> <laughs> I decided to start uh, the fitness festival. Oh, very cool. So when the stadium was built, uh, I was like, this is the perfect time, okay. Mm-hmm. Fort Collins is finally ready for <laughs> an epic event like this, you for know, and festival. Yeah. And it was just it, it just finally we had the venue for it. Right. Yeah. So the stadium went up and uh, we went and visited that first time. and I'm like, this place is just gorgeous. I'm, I'm sure all, you, all of you guys know it's just such oh, a yes. beautiful place. And so we did our first year festival there. When I first went in to do the festival, I was just planning on renting out the field. Well, what happened was, is that uh, people fell in love with this idea, like, instantly. I would go around, I'd tell them my mission, like, why I wanted to do this. I wanted to impact the masses with bringing the joy of health and fitness to them. And Mm -hmm. and instantly, like, every single health and fitness business that we uh, visited, they instantly were in for it. Like, they wanted to be a part of it.
0: That's awesome.
5: Yeah, so it was great. So what it grew to is then I was not only renting out the field, then I was renting out the concourse. And then, well, shoot, it just got way too big that we ended up shutting down the streets around oh, the wow. stadium. <laughs> and uh, and so we had the streets shut down around the stadium um, and then the whole entire stadium for our first year.
0: Wow, and this was, what, uh, three years ago? Two no, years this ago? is just
5: 2018. Or, yeah, 2018.
0: Oh, so this was last year.
5: This is just last year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So uh so we did that, it was it was a great success and uh we decided, all right, this this is definitely meant to be. Uh but what we learned was is that the stadium was not the right setting for it. Right. It's too small, uh, yeah. It's we 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 already grew out it, it the first time. Well the the thing is is that it's separated into like if you were on the field. And then you were in the concourse. It was like you're kind of at a separate event compared to being outside of the stadium, you know. And the thought of this is it's like a concert fill. You know, you want to fill the energy of everybody into the place. That's it. That's the exciting part, right? That's what gets
0: you going through the 5K. Exactly.
5: (laughs) Right. That's why people sign up for events like this. Like they want to fill the excitement. They want the experience, right? right? Yeah. So part of the experience was taken away in being in the stadium. So we moved downtown this year, uh, and then this year uh, we are, like I mentioned before, starting it off with a 5K, which is new to us this year. So it'll start off with a 5K, and um, and then it'll lead into uh, the stage, which will have seven uh, workouts happening throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have influencers flying in from around – this you know around the united states are coming in for this so i don't know if you guys have ever heard of shanti
0: i have actually
5: yeah shanti is the creator of insanity and um and a whole bunch of other size all kinds of fitness videos um he is hugely followed in fact people are flying in from all over just to see shanti
0: oh Oh my goodness yeah
5: that's Putting so our city on the
0: map a little bit, yeah, huh?
5: Thanks. Yeah, thanks. It's, it's fun. It's super fun. So he'll be on um, at noon. And uh, leading up to that, though, we have uh, Keith, Keith uh, Mitchell's coming in from California, former NFL player turned yogi. Oh, coming cool. to teach yoga. Oh, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, he's, he's going to be awesome.
0: I want to check that part out for sure. Yeah, so
5: he'll be right after the 5K. Okay. And then uh, we have Lisa Danielson coming in from uh, Utah oh cool yep and she will be teaching high fitness which uh is just um crazy aerobics like high intensity uh and so she's she's called veggie lisa on instagram <laughs> and she's just she's total so fun uh bruce pitcher from extreme weight loss edition is our uh mc for the year Whoa! so he he's gonna be great he um i work with him we we're both coaches for chris and heidi and uh, he's going to be a blast so he'll be the mc uh and then we have um axe studio they're doing pilates and a yoga like fusion class which i think is going to be so cool together plus the two women that are teaching it, ryan and julia are just incredible uh, and then the last two stage spots after Shanti are... they These spots were w- won by locals that um, auditioned. Oh, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. So they got to audition for the stage, and they were voted on publicly. So we... Um, after we had everybody audition, we put, put these videos out on YouTube and then everybody voted on who they wanted to see up there. So those are the last two acts of the day. And I'm really excited about that. Well, we did that last year and we're going to continue to have that every single year. Uh, and then we also are creating the world's largest flash mob.
0: I was just about to ask you about that <laughs> one.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's going to happen. Um, I think it's at 10:15. um, well, maybe 10.15, we're going to get ready for it. 10.45, it's going to happen. Every uh, vendor, the whole entire festival is going to stop for this. Oh, wow. And we're going to make this flash mob happen.
0: That sounds so cool. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it's going to be super fun. Uh, we had uh, Impulse Dance Studio bring it to us, and they said, why don't we do this? So, why not? Why, why not? not? Yeah, throwing that's a, a good party, question. You know, a fitness party. Glow <laughs> sticks, <laughs> dark,
0: why yeah, not? Yeah, we, Everyone's dancing. Yeah, Everybody's going
5: to be dancing. I mean... The DJ we have coming in, um, DJ Howie, he, he Brian, uh, <laughs> he is, he, he literally, he makes all the music uh, for Beachbody, for every, like, if you go to a group fitness class out there, he makes that music. Whoa. Yeah. And so, he's DJing the and event? And he's teaching the event, because guess what? incredible. He lives here in Fort Collins. No. Wow. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it was really funny, I was at New Belgium, and we we're throwing in an event, and... This guy walks up to me, he hands me his card, and I start, like, he's like, oh, I want to DJ the event. And I was like, oh, okay. Who are you? He's, <laughs> like, I, he's like, I make all Shanti's music, so it makes sense. And I was like, oh, you do, right? <laughs> oh, you do now. Yeah. Right? Oh, sure, yeah, sure, you do. Uh, yeah. So I start looking this guy up, and sure enough, like, he... He's just, legit? He is, and he just happens to live here in Fort Collins, so he's like, I have to be a part of this, you know? Wow. Yeah, so that's just a part of it, though, because... Uh, you can come to the event are a big part of this. And my vision always has been a part of this is that as a vendor and as, you know, being a part of this event, you have to offer an experience. Yeah. It's an experience based event. So I didn't want any vendor there that was just handing out paper. I don't want that. Right. What I want is I want people to be able to experience whatever health and wellness fitness, you know, you have to offer. So, a big part of the festival last year was outside of the stadium. For the vendor set up outside, was that every per- gym brought their gym and they set up in these spaces, and people would take five to ten minute workouts, and it was so amazing because yeah. walking into a gym and and making a fit you know taking a fifty minute class when you've never done it before is often very intimidating, you know, yeah. and you don't know if you're going to like it. Should I spend the money on it? You mm-hmm. know, like thinking about it. Well, having that experience of doing it for five to 10 minutes, like you're going to have an idea if it's something you would enjoy or, or not. So things like aerial silks and oh, wow. uh, so that'll all be there. They're going to have their, these huge rigs set up so that you can do this out there. You can try a CrossFit class. You can try a cycling cycle bar class. Huh. You know, there's going to be a couple different cycling studios out there.
0: These will be set up studios. with the vendors. so you can With
5: the vendors. Go to the so, actual, like, yes. tents and actually try it. Wow.
0: that. that yes. That's, like, uh, yeah. not just for fitness. That's kind of revolutionary.
5: Yeah. It, I, so that was, as I have visited other fitness um, events that have happened around, um, all, actually all around the world, Uh, That was the one thing that I thought, you know, that's one thing that I want to do different. Um, In in another event, a a huge event that actually happens in Utah, uh, the difference was is that everybody that came to the event was already signed up. So, like, if there was CrossFit competition going on, they were already signed up for that. But you couldn't really try CrossFit if you wanted to try it. It was just there. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, and I wanted to make this available for anybody of any fitness level. So if you're a beginner... You know you'll feel comfortable doing this and and then also if you're you know maybe have more experience in fitness but you've never tried a cycling class right you're gonna give it a try yeah because why not yeah so that that's another part of it and then a huge part of it is all the food all the beer of course <laughs> because you know what it's fort collins
1: yeah and fitness and beer, and beer i swear
5: beer. to god are the two things it's,
1: it's, it's kind of
5: ironic but right? yeah <laughs> so it's,
3: would you well, say that your festival gives a more like inclusive, like open, kind of easier spot for people to get into fitness who maybe haven't tried it or are scared to try it,
0: or who need a beer before they can... <laughs> before they can <laughs> run a, a five k? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I I would say that uh, I felt like last year, a lot of people felt like they could only attend it if they were fit. And hmm. so one thing that I changed this year, even into our marketing and the setup um, of how you can attend, is the setup of making it more accessible to anybody and everybody, um, no matter of um, maybe your income level or fitness level, it's open to anybody.
0: That's so Very cool. Very cool. And I think I think your uh, your strategy for doing that is going to pay off because, uh, I, you know, I, I work it's out smart, from time to time, yeah. but I get intimidated by people who are just so much more fit than me. So I think that's... Yeah. Uh, a really clever way to do things.
3: I think yeah. a lot of people feel that way that gyms are not necessarily the most welcome environment if you're not really comfortable there or you're not really comfortable with your body. So I think this is an amazing opportunity for people to maybe try some things that they never well, branch have.
0: out and see what workouts right. they like. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. maybe someone who wouldn't normally go to a cycling class or a CrossFit class finds out they really like cycling yeah. or CrossFit.
5: Absolutely. And what you just said is like it it, it truly is everything to me because how I even became into the this fitness industry
3: mm-hmm.
5: I am not the person who was playing you know college sports and who um, you know was an athlete uh, I actually come from a line of many years of addiction and uh, my my in my, when I talk about my transformation that's when I really decided that you know I needed to change my life and uh, I was homeless I I was, I had a really, you know, really bad addiction. I had just watched my best friend of five years pass away. And it was in that moment, I really was like, you know, for, for me and the path that I'm on, it's either death or change. Right. And, uh, so I made the path to change. It was a very long path, but in that path was health and fitness. And I remember the first time a friend invited me to the gym and I was going to walk on the treadmill with her. She just invited me to walk on the treadmill. We walked on the treadmill and we watched TV. And that was a pivotal moment in my life because I had for so long, I hadn't had healthy relationships. And I really just, I was rebuilding my life and even figuring out what I enjoyed to do in life because so much of my life was formed around the addiction. And so uh, having that conversation with somebody and, and then, and, and the way that I felt Uh, every time we'd go back and work out, every time we left, I just felt better and better and better. And I also was feeling something that I hadn't felt in so many years. And that was, I was feeling that joy. I was feeling that joy that I searched for for so many years. And I thought I had found it in this addiction. Um, But what I found in health and fitness, in the friendships that I was making, in the way that it made me feel, that's the joy that I'm talking about that I want to bring to other people. So having somebody who wants to attend the event who, you know, is just thinking about getting into fitness, or maybe they're just looking for a healthy activity in life. Like, I want that person to attend the event. And, you know, there's always gonna be the people that attend the event just because they love fitness, and maybe they did grow up, it's great. Yeah. But I do want everybody to feel welcome.
0: Well, I, now I want to go, so. <laughs> I know. I um, want to
5: try some aerial
3: stuff. Yeah, well, I'm
0: trying to get more fit anyway, so that works. <laughs> Actually, uh, you just brought me to a really, uh, what I think is an important question. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like you're really thriving now. Um, do you think a fit life is a happier life?
5: I. <laughs> I, I know, that's a tough, that's like <laughs> tough a really.
0: Question. Kind of, that's a, a big question. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, just. Getting deep. Uh um, curious on your thoughts yeah because uh, I think a lot of people who've turned to fitness in darker times have found it to be really beneficial Mm -hmm. like like you were saying it was your own case
5: it's absolutely true I would say that it's not necessarily living a fit life is a happier life but taking care of yourself and living a better life is a happier life
0: awesome yeah, And that's a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good...
5: Well, thank
3: you so much for sharing your story with us and letting us know a little bit more about the fitness festival. Mm. I think it's incredible what you're doing and the festival honestly sounds amazing. It
0: does. Uh, can I ask them one more question yeah, before we break? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just curious about this one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I saw your motto is break free and yeah. I really oh, like that. Yeah. Can you we tell need me to about, ask that? about
5: that. Yeah, so uh, every single year we'll have a different... Um, phrase or a different theme so it's the theme of the year is break free break free is really different for everybody and that's why i loved it so much so when i was sitting around with a group of girlfriends i asked them like what does break free mean to you what does break free mean to you and what it meant it was something different to everybody so what does break free mean to you
0: it's me personally Mm -hmm. maybe uh (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that's a hard question. Getting out of college, finding a career, and maybe getting a little fitter, definitely. Oh, wow,
3: that's so weird. It does mean something different. What does yeah. it mean to you? I would say, well, first off, I always think of that Queen song when I think of Break Free. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I would say it's not really letting society's um, judgments of you really hold you down, just making your own path and breaking free of what people's expectations of you are.
0: Rachel, I think you made that point very eloquently right there. (laughs) Yeah, I
5: I love it because it truly is different. And, you know, anybody listening really thinking about, like, what does break free mean to me or, you know, you? And um, for for me, it it really is just it really is about wherever you are in life. So this past year when I had come up with it, for me, it was breaking free of judgment. Yeah. You know, and that's really how I felt. But uh, now it means, you know, something different. It's just like it's different wherever you're at. So anyway, break free
0: for our listeners. If you want to tell us how you want to break free or how you would break free, Mm -hmm. or just, you know, tell us what you think about the fitness festival. let us know you're going, you can shoot us a text at nine, seven, zero, four, nine, one, five, two, seven, eight. Like I said, that's nine, seven, zero, four, nine, one, five, two, seven, eight. We'll make sure that it gets read.
3: Yeah. And once again, we really just want to thank you, Rachel, for coming in and telling us everything.
5: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank If if you guys, well, if you guys are interested in coming to the festival, the place that you can find all the information is fitnessfestivalevents.com. You can also find us on Instagram at fitnessfestivalevents or on Facebook uh, for all the information.
0: Gotcha. So you're saying I can find more information at fitnessfestivalevents.com or at your Instagram.
5: Yep. Absolutely.
0: Good to know. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you. We're going to go on a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to finish off that round table and maybe do some. Weather?
3: Maybe, maybe Ooh. not. You'll have Ooh. to come back and find out. <laughs> Only on the Rocky Mountain Review. This is the Rocky Mountain Review. I'm Ren Wadsworth.
0: And I'm Maximus Hunter. And uh, we were just joined in studio by Rachel, who is the head of the uh, Fort Collins Fitness Festival. And uh, we just like to say once again, thank you, Rachel. That was uh, lovely having you tell us about the festival. And I will be there because uh, I'm intrigued.
3: Yeah, it sounds really cool. I'm not much into fitness mostly because I'm not super fit to begin with, but it it looks really cool. I think you're
0: in better shape than I am probably.
3: I just look like I am.
0: <laughs> You do like color guard. You throw flags around and stuff. I uh I guess I have a yoga mat on my bedroom floor. I do push-ups sometimes. <laughs> it's gone really well, as you can see.
3: I'm not even sure I can do one push-up. Well, it's not a contest. <laughs> no.
0: Well, maybe, hey, we go to the fitness festival, and then we can get do yoked. all the push-ups.
3: All the push-ups get in the world. Swole.
0: But anyway, that is uh, not what we <laughs> are going to be talking about for the rest of our show. Uh, we're going to actually go back to the news topic we were discussing right before Rachel came in, which is the... Uh, Sexual education law, the new sexual right. education law for Colorado, HB 1034, and some of the pushback. 1032, 1032 I think. 1032. Sorry. My bad. No, you're um, good. And some of the pushback regarding that one, because uh, that uh, that affects a lot of us, as it turns out. Right. Um, and it's, it's not just the, the, I mean, there's the issue of, you know, do we want, you know, to have a different sex education curriculum than the rest of the country. But there's also the issue, and it's kind of a bigger issue, that this brings up of do we want our government mandating what kids are taught in schools, especially when it comes to topics like sex education? uh, People have lots of opinions.
3: Yeah. Um, So for the listeners who don't know about this, so basically what this law is saying is that um, you don't have to Um, provide sex ed classes in your schools however if you do you have to follow their curriculum so that includes stuff like lgbtq um, relationships
0: um, Uh, teaching about consent and uh, specifically there's uh, a law about uh, women newborn mothers in colorado uh, actually are protected if they choose to leave their newborns at fire stations which is uh, a law in the state and part of the required curriculum for the classes
3: Right. So uh, it would be required curriculum for the classes. And some of the pushback on this is that it maybe may not follow some people's personal beliefs. It may not follow their religious beliefs. And there is
0: a common core guideline for how these things are supposed to be approached nationally. But we are as a state, we are technically within our rights to do what we want and have our own guidelines that don't follow common core. But some people think that we may be doing a disservice to the children, to the families, to the schools. Uh, Since it is a law, it's not like schools can opt out of teaching these without opting out of teaching sexual education entirely, which could...
3: Put schools in kind of a hard predicament, because if you don't want to teach, if you don't want uh, your students to learn about those certain topics, then you can't teach them about sex ed in general,
0: which is is
3: i don't think any school doesn't want to teach sex ed period well um, it's it's
0: it's a hard debate the abstinence only debate's been going on for a while and uh there's uh part of it's part of it's you know separation of uh church and school right and part of it's just you know some people don't want the government telling them what to do right. and there are to other teach their kids you know um even you know private schools it's still a it's still a state law, so schools that want to teach sexual education but have a different curriculum uh can't which is uh i mean it is a problem and the the real question is uh, do you think ren that anything's gonna change based on the pushback to this law
3: um I'm not sure about the pushback to the law um they may it's hard because. It's one of those things that it's kind of all or nothing. It's one of those things that I feel like if you don't have everybody do it, like not enough people will do it for it to make enough impact, um, if that makes any sense. It does
0: make sense. Yoda did once say, though, only a Sith deals in absolutes.
3: Oh. (laughs) However, Obi Wan Kenobi also dealt in an absolute in Return of the Jedi. Anyway. Oh
0: my God, you just destroyed me. (laughs) Yeah. your Star Wars knowledge, yes, much better than mine.
3: Um, but back on the topic. Well, I,
0: I, what I was what I was saying was uh, a, a law that absolutely regulates right. how we teach something. Probably isn't well, the most beneficial. To be
3: fair, most of our education is absolute. Like you, That's have, true. you have you have to, to take teach math. math. You have, you have to, to, to take. So I don't know. It's hard because. On one side of the issue, I'm like, well, I mean, if people don't want to teach it, but on the other side of the issue, I'm like, well, sorry, I keep saying like, but I feel, I personally feel if it is not regulated that it's taught, it won't be taught. And these are, while they're touchy subjects and they're hot button subjects, for lack of a better word, they are important subjects to talk about. Um, LGBTQ relationships, I I was never taught as a child, um... And a lot of people weren't taught about that as a child. And there's been terrible things that have happened because not a lot of people are knowledgeable about LGBTQ relationships. They're not knowledgeable about uh, abortion laws, things like that.
0: Consent. That's uh, a big part of the law, which I think is cool. They want to teach on. But like we said, it's a complicated topic. And if you, dear listener, have an opinion that you would like to voice, uh, feel free to shoot us a text at nine seven zero. 491-5278. 491-5278. That's 970-491-5278. And even if we don't get it to it this show, we'll bring it up next show. But um we think we're gonna take a quick break, and then it's gonna be the most exciting part of the day.
3: Ooh, you'll have to wait till after the break for what it is, though. It's weather.
0: You've spoiled it for them. <laughs> yes, I did.
3: Alrighty, stay tuned. This is the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 KCU for collins Welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review. For one last time, I'm Ren Wadsworth.
0: And I'm Maximus Hunter. And uh, I love the name the Loco Focos for a band. I do too. That's uh,
3: pretty good.
0: Hilarious. Yeah.
3: My dad did not believe me that people besides me call Fort Collins Foco. And it makes me upset. What? I know. Everyone calls it Foco.
0: You didn't tell him yo-yo. I'm living in Foco. (laughs) No, I just typed Foco. Wow, that was... Well, anyway, <laughs>
3: Max, do you have something important to tell us today? Oh, I
0: really might, actually. I really might. You do. I really do. What is it? Well, it needs a drum roll. Thank you very much. It is time for the weather. The weather. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have got some good news because uh, it's about time. Temperatures are finally cooling down this weekend because it uh. has been just killer this week. It's been so hot. Um, I Today, yesterday, even though we had some nice rain today, it still was like a hot rain, you know? It's like taking a the hot worst shower. kind of rain. Just makes you sleepy. But Friday will be overcast with a high of 83 and a low of, get this, 61. It might get below oh, 70 wow. on Friday. And then kicking right into the weekend, Saturday is going to be stormy. You heard me right. It's going to be stormy. So for get ready for that. Day Highs thing? are in the low 80s. This temperature is just creep, creep, creeping down but Sunday temperatures drop a little more. Our high is only 80 and it low is 56, which is below 60, I don't know. if I need to explain that 56 is less than 60, <laughs> but it is it's super low. Uh there there's still a chance of rain though. For sure. And then Monday the sun is back and it's going to be warm again and by that time we'll be ready for it because the weekend is going to be a little stormy, it sounds like. A little cold, but temperatures should rise again to the mid 80s. But then for next Tuesday, you'll have to tune into next Tuesday's edition of the Rocky Mountain Review to find out what is going down in Weathertown.
3: mm Hmm. Well, <sighs> it
0: takes a lot and, of oxygen.
3: That does take a lot of <laughs> oxygen. It's because we're in Foco.
0: Yep. High well, elevation.
3: Unfortunately, I think that is going to be the end of our show today. I know. It's always so sad. such a fun show.
0: Between having our reporters and Daniel and uh, we had Dixon.
3: We had so many people in the studio today. We had Rachel come in
0: and talk. Yeah, we had a really busy day in the studio. I want to thank everyone for coming in. Our two wonderful reporters, thank you so much for coming thank in today. Thank you, Remy
3: and Daniel. Remy uh, and Daniel. You guys did uh, so great on your first day.
0: Yeah, for your first day, you did so awesome. Uh, we're excited to be working with you for the rest of however long you want to work with us, hopefully forever and ever. Uh, <laughs> we Rachel, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry no. no,
3: you go ahead.
0: Uh, Rachel, uh, thank you so much. And Tara, who uh, set this up for us. It was really lovely having you come in and talk about the fitness festival. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll sure be going. We hope that some of you listeners do, too. It should be an awesome time. Wanna thank Damien Castile for yeah, this? Yeah, we can't music go without we're listening to him. right now. Right now. He made it.
3: It's so cool.
0: It's so cool. Wanna thank Hannah, Julia, Zay, Pete, uh, the old uh, news directors, got to keep thanking them. Yeah, J.D. JD and, JD and Emily. Emily.
3: They set this all up for us, and it's amazing. It's amazing. Everything <laughs> you're hearing is mostly due to them. <laughs> uh, and we'd
0: like to thank you listeners. It's This wouldn't be possible without you. And uh, we love the fact that you took some time out of your day to listen to our voices talk mm-hmm. about the news that is going on around town. So uh, this has been the Rocky Mountain Review. I'm Maximus Hunter.
3: And I'm Ren Wadsworth.
0: And we are signing off.